Yo, what up? What up, what up, what up? This is you, Levine. Gule Wei, Orion de Peligrosa. T-Double. The mighty DJ Mel. This is Ginger Lee. Zilli. Protégé. Yo, 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 everybody, it's Toddy B. This is your favorite giant China man, CK. DJ K. Cali, you rocking with the feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. The feedback. You are listening to the Feedback Podcast. With my homie, Back. And we're live. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. My name is Back. Got Miko in the house. Hello, world. Got Byron in the house. What up, what up? We got Boris in the house, the return of Boris. How you doing, man? Hello, everybody. Thank you, you for coming. Festival expert and all music nerd. Is that, is that, is that the title we gave you last time? I don't time? know. It, it works. It works. <laughs> <laughs> nerd Mike, everybody, yeah. is in the house. Um, What's up? So we'll be talking about music festivals. But first, of course, this episode of the Feedback Podcast is brought to you by Herd Entertainment. Make sure you go to EmpireATX.com to check out their lineup. It's always dope. They got great shows coming up. Bubba Sparks, Stooky Sound, T.I., Rebirth Brass Band. And because you're a fan of the show, get 10% off at checkout using promo code FDBK. Again, you go to EmpireATX.com and use promo code FDBK for 10% off your ticket. Shout out to Herd Entertainment. Shout out to the whole crew over there at Empire. Now... As a follow-up last week's show, we talked about music, live music, going to shows, when to show up. We shared some great tips about uh, what to look what what to look forward to, what to bring, how to prepare, all that good stuff. So, if you've been checking out the news lately, <laughs> there's a music festival that that was supposed to take place, and then it, it was crazy. Uh, Fire festival. So we're going to be talking about that as a follow-up, and also. Uh, get into the music uh, festival season coming up with uh, ACL is about to announce their lineup. Uh, Coachella is coming up. I mean, there's a bunch coming up. So mm-hmm. we talk about all that. That's why we brought Boris and Mike on the podcast. Yeah. Actually, Coachella was last weekend. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, Coachella 2018 is coming up. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, 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 2018. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm thinking Lollapalooza. Yeah, Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's one. And Bonnaroo are coming yes. up. Also. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So, as a follow up. So, You've been reading the news. I mean, there have been so many jokes about, you know, the fire festival and what what a disaster it was. I didn't know it was Ja Rule. <laughs> ja Rule was behind the whole thing. How'd you guys find out about this thing, by the way? Um, Boris. Um, I had just gotten back from Coachella, and I saw a little blip about... I'd, I'd read about the festival maybe two months ago. And it's like, oh, in the Bahamas? Oh, that looks pretty cool. And I looked at the lineup, and it was like, nobody I really wanted to see. And, you know, plus I didn't want to spend that kind of money to see bands. Come on, Blink-182? You didn't want to see Blink-182? I could see them, in a, I'd see them at uh, any festival here in the United States for less than $10,000. That's for sure. <laughs> 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 and uh, I didn't really think anything of it. And then um, I saw a little bit more about it on, on Thursday when I was ch- you know, checking my email and looking at some of the things that were coming up. Like. So then... Um, I did a little bit of digging. It's like, because everybody's like, hey, you hear about this, Boris? You put it on. Well, the, did, you, you knew about it before the whole thing blew I knew up? of the festival, but I didn't know that the thing had had titanic <laughs> until maybe Thursday. I knew of it. I uh-huh. heard of it, but I had no plans on going. I just knew it was going on. Okay. And so I was like, oh, more power to you guys. Have a great time. Hope, good luck with it, you know. But And um, there's another couple of people I know were working it, and one of them... Um, she did an article about how we'll, we'll uh, get into that in yeah, a second. And, I, and I ended up reading that and a few other articles. And I was and I, I do music productions. You know, we, we you, you put on the show. Our festival people, you know who you are. You know, it's it's not easy dealing with a city, dealing with a site, dealing with ten thousand fans, bands, and everything. It's it's a process. It's a mechanics, and the people that do it are very professional. 
but there's also planning. Yes. Mike, <laughs> how did you hear about it? Uh, I think I saw it on, on social media and it was that sort of like that weird uh, sort of schadenfreude of like everybody saying like, Look at all these poor fuckers, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We and, all saw that, and like I didn't, I didn't know the context. I don't always get it. It's like it's really easy to make fun of like rich people, uh, when you know when they're and their misfortune, but uh, uh, you know. But on the other hand, you know, working for South by and, and working in event production, right? You know, you always know that there's more to the story than than what you see. Than what media, you see, yeah. it's almost like social media is not the best. Gauge. way to get a <laughs> full News? picture or something. Yeah, it's publicity, Crazy. right? Right. But it's uh, so in your face, you're like, okay, that's yeah. all it said online. You know? Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and so I was like, I'm really curious to hear like what really went on on this because like, every, you know, everyone who's worked uh, an event, you can kind of tell there's a couple of like points in the planning of a festival. When you went, well, yeah, when you're just like, ooh, like something came up and like someone should really pay attention to this one particular thing or this whole thing could go sideways. And everybody sort of has this, the nor in a, in a normal environment. <laughs> it's like, if you see, if you, if you see something, say something, uh -huh. you know, like, like at South by that's a huge thing is, is like, if, if, uh, if anybody is notices something that is going to be a problem, like mention it to another person. So it's not just in your head. Right. Like, yeah. uh, well, but before we get into what what it is and the whole disaster of it, yeah. like how how was it sold? Did, I mean, you read all kinds yeah, of articles I've done some about it. on it. So uh, initially, I mean, the origins of it supposedly is Billy and Ja Rule were flying some jet on their own, on a flying some plane, and flew over an island that they ran out of gas, and they landed on this island that they fell in love with, and they said, "Hey, let's go to a festival." So it's a uh, it's a festival built out of ne technical negligence. Yes. One hundred points for Mike. Uh, yeah, yes. one hundred points. Right. For that Mike. is how yes. it started. Like the, like the very founding principle <laughs> yeah. of the entire festival <laughs> is people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the dudes um, but like, it look, like, but it looked cool. Yeah, it, it, it does. Yeah. I mean, the commercial of it looks great with okay. the bikini, the models, and everything. And I didn't know who that Billy McFarlane guy is. Yeah, he's yeah. like a programmer. Or something. He's like twenty six or twenty five. Twenty five. It's like, a, is he a millionaire or something? Really no, his background. So he's, 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 he's like the funding though, right? Yeah. So, so it's, it's like he's the job rules. Job rules the brand. Yeah. And he's yep. the funding. Yeah. And they, and they found this island back in uh, November, December. So already, like, you should have had your festival halfway done by November, December if you're throwing you it in should. April. Yeah. yeah. And they just came up with the idea <laughs> at that time. But I mean, is, isn't isn't Fire also like it's also like Fire app is like a it's like a website where you can book artists for your event and you can put out a bid. Really? So yeah. yeah. So so yeah, that's what like so FYRE. FYRE. Yeah. So ah. so it's like I think it was like a separate thing that like Fire existed as a brand as a company, and mm -hmm. then somehow it was like let's do a festival, or maybe the festival approached them and they said yeah. like let's attach your brand to this other Interesting. thing. Interesting. Well, when when Jairul was here during South by, what was he plugging? Because he was part of interactive. I don't remember him plugging this though. He no, was, no, he, he no. I don't hear it. You know, I didn't hear anything either. Because I was there. He positioned himself as like a tech entrepreneur too. Because yeah. he was here. He did a. There was a party I think at Sellers on Fourth Street, and it was there was a panel and everything. He got to perform, of course, because it's freaking Ja Rule. Uh, but it was like, yeah, I don't know if he got to plug or talk about the festival at all. Um, but. I wouldn't think someone like him would get behind something like that. First of all, and when I saw him trending, I was like, Jawa has not trended since 
Since 2003. <laughs> there, was, there was no Twitter. There was no Twitter. Twitter last, <laughs> the last decade. The last time he trended on MySpace. Yeah, yeah oh, right. Cool. Oh. oh, Miko, so, you're so hard. I know. Yeah, that's hardcore. So to <laughs> answer, sick, answer your question about the marketing of it and all, so there was an opening commercial, I think, when first everyone first heard about it. There was a, there was a commercial film with Kendall Jenner, and you know her in commercials lately, uh-huh. and like some other models, Haley Baldwin, Bella Hadid, and they were just on this big like minute and a half commercial that just advertise a festival on this island, private island, owned by formerly owned by Pablo Escobar, um, that you can come out to. That's not a value add to me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's free drugs buried somewhere yeah, and people are yeah. going for those. I don't know. Hey, you can, you can bait <laughs> rich people with any of that shit. I'm telling you. Right. Yeah, Slobodan Milosevic's like villa is also available for festivals. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind the blood stains and what have you yeah. everywhere. No, no, um, they'll come out. So there's a lot of social media posts by different models that are paying people to post. Yeah, uh, different Instagram models, yep. uh, like 500 of them, like influencers yep. to push it. It worked. They got a yeah, lot. Yeah, of the whole concept that, that they do is a, is actually pretty ingenious. How they did it, except the execution was just. Yeah, their marketing well, was they, good. How they went, yeah, how they marketed it was great. Well, that's sort really of like great. that's sort of like uh, everybody's problem with these sort of like douchey marketing tech things is it's like all talk, right? Yeah. And then it's like, but when the rubber hits the road, it's like, oh, you actually have to have a thing that you're delivering. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, we got but the planet. But it sounded so good. Well, yeah. it was a, there's a Henry Ford quote. It's not one of the anti-Semitic ones, but it's uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like uh, you can't you can't uh, build a a reputation on what you're going to do. Ah, right, that's a good one. right, good one. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like yeah, it. So that, that, the rest that, were all anti Yeah, that plays very heavily in this whole situation. How, totally. uh, how much were tickets? Like a thousand dollars minimum? Fifteen hundred, I think, was a low end ticket, the GA, and then they went as high as like fifteen thousand. Those are those a package that was like twelve thousand, but it was for multiple people. And, and so it would including airfare? So that includes airfare which they handle, which is supposed to be on a charter jet, which that ended up not happening. They just ended up booking people on commercials. <laughs> To get down there, and then gross. Uh, I know, and then um, you're supposed to have these kids. like luxury <laughs> bungalows, with, like beds and like hanging chairs and all kinds of crazy things they advertise. But it ended up being FEMA tents was what people FEMA. actually the FEMA the, 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 the round the white one. The I mean, that's I mean, like in a shelter the end, on Mars. in the end, that's like a tent. Right, that's yeah, a, that's just, which could actually be sleeping. So, like, if the rest of it was okay, nobody would have mentioned that it's a FEMA tent, right? Well, well they, were talking they paid a lot of money though to get like these bungalows. Oh, I think yeah, the like GA the, like the glamping sort of yes, deal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to have all these amenities inside it and chefs and VIP experience. Right. And as soon as you start throwing that around, if you don't deliver on it, <laughs> fuck. I mean, there was there was a picture. The funniest picture was the. <laughs> The to-go box with the salad. Oh, the like sandwich. The sandwich. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, like, I saw that. And I was like, oh my god, this is just gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you have a, you have a bad festival is when people are posting pictures of the food when you promise like gourmet and and VIP right. chefs and shit. <laughs> and there's a sandwich with like a couple of lettuce. Fi- you know, fi- 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 I think there was a fly in that. I think there was a fly. Let me yeah. look it up. I think there was a fly. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't fly doubt it. On the, I wouldn't on doubt the bread. it. Lord of the flies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it Allen turned into. They had a good set of lineup. I mean, technically, they had like Blink-182, Migos, Major Lazer, Disclosure, Ray Sherman, several others. So when they when they had, had them. Ha- oh, yeah. Let me. Let me. There Those were on the bill. So that means like we have emails out to all these people. <laughs> <laughs> we so like as you know, and, added, as it, and, they added, and they added it to their tour list of the dates. Okay. They're doing. Yeah, so, yeah. Did. But, you know, like the people that article, of the, the woman that was like the, 
the liaison. Chloe. Gordon. Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's like when they start having you ask to like, you know, you got to run interference because the money's not there. Oh, yeah. Like that's a he- that that's like a red flag with a red flag on top of it. You know, like, <laughs> uh, it's a any flag. employer I've had where there's like, hey, can you hold off on depositing your money? It's like that's time to get a new, <laughs> time to get out new gig. So you knew the girl, that, the somebody that was working there. Yeah, it was a mutual. Just worked at another festival, well, and and she wrote an article. I think it was. I think I found out on Vice. I think, and she wrote an article for them, basically that told you know I worked fire festival. And I this d- is what this I, is, did, I did. What I could. Yeah, it's not this my fault. Yeah, just I in think my magazine. Ma- yeah, and uh, she pretty much she got out of it. She actually didn't even get down there during it because she she said I quit. I'm done. I can't. I, this is just after they fired a bunch of other people too before her. Uh-huh. You know <laughs> that could have possibly have saved it. it. It's it it was it was just not meant to be. But she realized when the bands weren't getting in advanced anything, you know, and they'd already put the dates on their tour list and all, and they were already had the commercial going and who the lineup was going to be by that time. Most of us had found out about it mm-hmm. at one point or another, and um, she just knew it's like this is going to be. You know, she got down there initially before they even decide to build anything and looked at the site and it's just like sometimes you know you can't put acl in the backyard here in this place you know you got to have a site that's prepared as far as you know sanitation um water um being able to bring everything in it's got to be set up and she said it looks just like they they weren't prepared even they weren't even remotely prepared or remotely had planned anything they figured it just like they didn't realize that what it did to make a festival happen she was really smart though. She got yeah, out. Yeah, she, she got, got out. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She got I out. mean, but man. To to yeah. quote a, a little bit of her article, she said, "Frankly, frankly, we were standing on an empty gravel pit, and no one had any idea how we were going to build a festival village from scratch." <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing is, it's actually not impossible to do. Yeah. You just if you have the resources and you have the time and you find smart people who are good at doing things like that and you give them the tools they need to get the job done yeah. in the time frame, uh-huh. like that's like a thing that can happen. You know, like. They they fired a, a bunch of people like halfway in. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure. They had the money. I'm sure it was yeah. a total shit show. You know, like, to, but, you know, it's it's like, uh, but like, you know, your friend, she probably could have executed this event with with like or with yeah. the production people could have made it happen with the vendors with the thing. I mean, it seems like everybody like up the chain, it would just sort of dr- drop the ball. And yeah. uh, I don't like, but I'm I don't kid- like being that sort of like armchair general about how people are running their business but it's sort of just it just seems like bad management you yeah. know like and with so many big festivals going on you would have thought they could have like had a clue you know it's like they could have borrowed <laughs> some talent or yeah there, there's <laughs> definitely a pool of pe- like there are so many festivals going on now there yeah. you there's definitely a pool of people that know what the fuck they're doing yeah. but it seems like they all maybe had some of those people but it was like yeah, but they had hey, this, they had this vision of of they, they were hanging out ate those shrooms and had this vision of uh we'll make this thing out of paradise look at that island you know they just and didn't really you know know that they had to actually kill something to gut it and make it to figure it you know yeah. they just I'm had so no confu- idea i'm so confused about what jarul had to do with it at all it, i'm it, confused what he has to do with anything thank you thank you 200 points for he's just like he's like a weird it's like wait did jarul happen i just remember that he if it was someone well his production company i guess it was the company that mike said it earlier no his brand his brand people what brand he doesn't have a brand i mean bring in you may say that but he thinks he has a apparently you're talking about him yeah so obviously 
I, that's more than I the remember, other guy. I remember his first album. That's why. <laughs> that's the only reason why I remember him. I just always thought he him. sounded like Cookie Monster. I mean, <laughs> he, he, went, he 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 did a again quoting uh, uh Chloe's uh, article. He gave a toast like he was already a disaster, and he he gives a toast and he says to living like movie stars, partying like rock stars, and fucking like porn stars. And she says, if Jarul is punished for anything, perhaps it should be that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's he's, and he's not even seeing the reality. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, he's probably flew in like a few days before. It was <laughs> yeah, like, all right, let's see what this is. So going. we can't do it this year. Oh, so that's like, okay. Da, 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 you know. So like, <laughs> all three of those are professions where you project an unrealistic version of yourself <laughs> onto the world. Like, all, it's just <laughs> like see all the dots that connect, Mike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's a total success in that way. <laughs> I mean, they're coming back. They said they're coming so let's, back. let's talk about that a little bit. So, yeah. Yeah. so the event, the event, they ultimately canceled it on Thursday, Thursday night, I think, or Friday morning. Um, they decided to cancel the event, send people back. That's a fiasco in of itself. Like how to do all the logistics to get people back. And I just want to throw it out, particularly at Mike and, and Boris. You know, when things go wrong. I mean, what would be if you had to ever cancel an event or something happen? Like, what's the steps for that, or what? What, what are the some of the things you would look at, and what maybe what could they do wrong and did right? So it's uh, most most events like VADCL or Fun 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 or um, Sound on Sound, they already have a plan in place of what's going to happen if this doesn't happen. If, this, uh, you if know, it rains, all the way, all way down to the artist whose flight can't make it, who are we going to replace huh. him with down to the last hour? Gotcha. You know, remember that one year when DJ Mail had to jump in for weekend? Yeah. Yeah. They got it planned. Or it's going to rain if they have a forecast and they know it's going to be raining all day long on and off. It's going to ruin the site. Right. That's what like, you get like when you hire professionals yeah. to do your event and you give yeah. them the tools. They have, yeah. like, the resources to get contingencies for all these different right. things. And yeah. it's like, like I said, like, you know, that kind of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, that pyramid, <laughs> yeah. food, shelter, water, sanitation. Mm -hmm. Like once you check those boxes, then you can have like an ultra lounge. Right. Right. Uh, well, <laughs> don't don't, don't like, go get a 26 year old tech entrepreneur with a computer engineering degree. Right. But if he's got money, he can, he can hire buy, he, a he person could. that knows what the fuck's going on. Right. He could, but I mean, it's still like, who the fuck are you? So even if you're uh, Jarul's the brand, quote unquote the brand. But like, hmm. so you have this 25 year old guy who has a lot of money from New Jersey, right? And you present that to an artist or any well, other it's big corporation for sponsorships or whatever, and you go, "Who the fuck are you guys? This is this doesn't sound right from the beginning." Yeah, bring in somebody with I, more clout or someone who's done it before what i think it all has to do with like scale right if you're planning a frat party the stakes are a lot smaller <laughs> right right yeah and so you can maybe maybe you fuck up the food maybe they run out of food maybe there's just one portified but like it's not an emergency nobody's in actual physical peril and mm -hmm. as you actually start stepping up the scale of your event like people die at festivals every year uh from things that were logistically preventable preventable or like uh you know, like there's a lot of work that goes into crowd science. There's a lot mm -hmm. of work that yeah. goes into uh, calculating capacity, things like that. Yeah. That's actually about physical safety of your people. And when you're doing any event that uh, is at a, at a certain level, actually, even at a small level, if you're having a party, like you need to be really aware of like the safety of the people. You know, that's why that's why events have to be permitted. That yeah. Beginning. Well, you think that there, there's a there was an entity or some kind of government or some Bahamas. Kind of or the, the Bahamas sure tourist. Were, the, like, the, I know the Bahamas tourist um, bureau. Did, they they said, "Hey, we're sorry that this happened," and they probably weren't even paying attention to it. I bet there's. I bet there's. We don't fuck with that. I bet there's some sort of. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they have some sort of government 
you know group that's about safety and and yeah. permits and regulations and stuff but and on an uh, island that's semi-deserted you know you're pretty much on your own out there right it wasn't deserted yeah well, but it wasn't like it had a government in place that would tell you, okay, if you're going to have our year event here, yeah. this is what you have to have, this is what you have to have. Yeah, the they, code they, enforcement yeah, officers yeah, oh, yeah. not going to roll up. Yeah, and yeah. They were on their own figuring that out, too. Just the Bahamas, man. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, I heard, so, and I heard the waters are shark-infested, supposedly, yeah, the, off the coast. Too. Yeah, so you couldn't go to the beach and just say, well, we're not going to go to the festival, let's just go hang out at the beach. You're, you're screwed if you went to the beach, too. Do, do you know anybody <laughs> who actually went? No, I'd like no. to talk. I'd like to, uh, if there's anybody out there listening that knows somebody, have them call. Call. We want, we want to hear the real deal. I would They're, love to talk to yeah. someone who's actually yeah. who actually went there. Well, here's the interesting thing: they, they, they cancel the event, and they're supposed to refund people. And they're supposed to, if you rent and they get canceled, you get your refund. You're supposed to have a free ticket for next year. VIP ticket. <laughs> VIP ticket. So everybody's gonna be okay. VIP now. Uh, to add insult, wasn't that the whole thing? Was everyone was VIP this yeah. year? Yeah. 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 That's to add insult to injury. VIP GA. Yeah. Everybody's VIP means there's no VIP. Nobody's special anymore. I mean, uh, what an idiot. Sli- slightly more important person. Yeah. Sure. Not, this is we have the extra VIP. Fun, fun, fun had the right idea. They just call it PIP. Everybody's pretty important. You know, yeah. remember those badges they had <laughs> yeah. for fun, fun, fun that last yeah. year they were at the... And the homie or, pass. Yeah, the I, homie I, pass. I, I, thought, homie. Great, I thought that was a great term because it was like... Uh, shout out to sh- shout out to Graham. Shout out to yeah. Graham and, and Transmission. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Margin Walker. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So, yeah. so back to, to <laughs> on that note, like sound on sound. Uh, I did sound for a couple uh, bands at Sound yep. on Sound, and I mm-hmm. was I know a lot of the production guys. Um, so they had, you know, they had a rain and lightning storm, right? They did. It yeah. sucks. And uh, we were finishing up. I was mixing Boom Baptist, and we were loading out. And, like, in the middle of the loadout, they're like, everybody has to leave right now because it was, like, torrential downpours. Yeah. Like, the stage was starting to, like, the like, a river of mud was taking out, like, the support from the stage. And then there was, like, okay, well, you got to leave here because the stage is going to fall. And it's, like... But they had a contingency plan. They had like, there's a lightning within so many distance, like with the county emergency management. They're like, this is this is the deal. This was sort of set up. Mm-hmm. And then they worked really hard as the weather. And so they sent people home. People got back to Austin only to find out like it got reopened. But yeah. like what they don't see is behind the scenes, people working really, really hard to keep making it happen, checking the weather, checking in with emergency management, mm-hmm. saying like, hey, like the weather's actually clearing up. Can we open it up? Things are starting to dry out. And like, all the scrambling and all the just the all the the moving parts that they actually pulled it off and they got the gates reopened they got some people rescheduled and like uh i hung out and you know and it was it was funny because all the artists and production people actually like were evacuated to the castle and so it's like <laughs> so it's like uh so it's like you know quit run to the castle we'll take shelter to the <laughs> castle and then it was just I, remember, retreat, I remember hearing retreat. it on my two-way and i was just laughing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so it's like all these soaked artists and production people who've had like a really long weekend already and just like all this booze and uh, <laughs> and it was just I think, like, that, played, I think that played a major role because everybody relatively stayed pretty calm that weekend considering yeah. everything that went down compared yeah. to other, compared let's to say everyone. let's say everyone was real mellow yeah yeah <laughs> it wasn't as <laughs> there wasn't a lot of anger <laughs> they knew it was the weather we can't right. control the weather and it was and like it stayed, a, and the mood stayed mellow but they despite. they had people on their production team that know how to do it and you know and there's growing pains with any festival so like for something like that that's a re- especially in texas that's like a pretty normal thing that's going to happen to your right. festival right. you know you plan a festival and then mother nature's like ha, 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 I, I, that's on outside on outside yeah. Yeah. really just right uh and so like you know south by has that yep. acl's had days yep. rained out and you see how they respond and 
you know, as, as it happens, they, you know, year over year, they'll get better about communication. They'll see like, oh, like the way we communicated this, we could have done it better in this way. And you see like generally year over year, they don't make those same mistakes. They like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's a sort of an evolving process. But that's the thing is like when, uh, you know, you sort of like festivals will overextend themselves just a little bit. And then the next year they'll sort of course correct. And you just need to have people that are paying attention to that stuff and, and hire a good team. And there's a lot of people out there, but you know, it costs money and it costs time. And, uh, can you imagine if weather at, um, the weather was horrible in the Bahamas adding on to the scenario, the scenarios are incredible. You know, there's tents being blown it, over. Yeah. It was raining. Yeah. yeah. If they oh, actually fuck. had bands <laughs> out there on stage, the scenarios would have been, we'd still be talking about yeah, it. Would the they, do they even have a guy? If, if they had gotten it all, would they have even had a guy who said, oh, there's lightning within here. We have to shut no, it down. Doesn't sound like it. There's one dude with an app going, uh, I can't read this. Right, I got no, I got no bars. I got nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I got no reception. We're yeah. in what's the name of the island? Exuma. Great Exuma. Great Exuma. Exuma. Yeah. yeah. No reception here. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, folks. We don't know. But uh, once again, it, it looked really good. But what, what was initially? The, it like, we all agree. They, I think it they, looked great. Well, like good talk. Well, game. but that wasn't a real thing. That was like a marketing. Like yeah. the yeah, it was. Like, like the like brand. Sky, and the, yeah. the sizzle wow. reel. Blue great. sky, yeah. blue water. Girls on a yacht diving into the pool. Like there was no dudes in the whole. thing. But it's like it's like you know like my dating profile looks pretty good, but then it's like this is a disaster. Hey, let's you know, be realistic, I'm folks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. So let's, well, uh, let's, let's yeah, I was say let's go on and move on. We can we'll, we'll continue to bring them up and what they did and right and did wrong. But let's talk about some other festivals. Is that why we have you two experts here? Right, right. So well, 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 well. No, I said here. <laughs> you know, experts. But you know, I think I think my friend over there is. You're, I hung out with a guy this weekend who brought his who brought his daughter to to Coachella. She was a little Dragon fan. He's a Radiohead fan. He only has her one weekend every month or so, and they decided to come together. And we ended up sitting next to each other during our radio. And man, you know, as a, as a parent, if you can bond with your child on that kind of a level where you can take them to something like that, it's really it was really I cool. I brought yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah I really I have cool. two kids. I've got a ten year old and a and a fourteen year old. Jesus, and yeah. um, uh, so. They've always known like Radiohead was my big band. Like my yeah. mom took me to see Radiohead for my 15th birthday on the OK Computer Tour. And it was like <laughs> changed my whole life. I was like, oh, I'm going to some I'm going to attach myself to this stuff. Like how, whatever, whatever, however, takes. you know, and so I got involved in music and recording like later. And that was that sort of set my trajectory. And um, so the kids always know knew that like Radiohead was a huge band for me. And so like, I was like, Oh, Radiohead's playing ACL. Like let's, let's, I, I want to take you guys. Cause it's like when my dad took me to see the Rolling Stones, it's like, yeah. this is my, this is my band from yeah. my generation. Yeah. Right. And, uh, let you me know. show you what music is. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's you like don't when, know I, when music? I was your age, you know, didn't have trap now. <laughs> yeah. Now Radiohead's like dad rock. Right. Yeah. You know, but, uh, <laughs> Radiohead and Wilco. And, uh, but, uh, so, so I took them, uh, the first weekend, and uh, they, I was just like, you know, we, we got there early and I, I sat Isaiah up on the rail in front of front of house because that's, he's, you know, four feet tall. So it's the only place he could actually see the stage yeah. from the whole place. Plus and it's the best place to hear it. It's know? the best place to hear yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm an audio guy. So, you know, yeah. uh, and it like totally melted their brain. There was just like the lights and the video was so over the top. And like, the, I think it was special for them because they knew it was special for me. Oh, and it was cool. just, we had like a really nice. Yeah. 
uh, time. And, you know, my, my son was 13 at the time. He was, you know, he wanted to go see Flume. I was like, oh, sweet. And I was like, I was going to hold in our spot. And so I was like, okay, you can run out, go see Flume. Here's like, here's where we meet. Come right back here. If we can't, you can't find me or the crowd's too thick, meet me here. Uh, and I had like all these contingencies yeah, cause like, yeah, cause it's like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of intense as an adult, yeah, It is, but I was like, you know, it's like, you got to let them off the leash a little bit right, and yeah. it's like a pretty, and all, like, it's like a pretty safe environment. You're really. a cool dad. Yeah. And all, all these, <laughs> all, well, well back, a lot of your listeners have just recently had kids. We can name them off. Left them. Th- those true. are going to be, they're going to be you. Those are people are going to be Mike in a yeah. few years, you know, my, my, young, faster, my you younger know. son's in the Barton Hills choir and they'd like performed at the Austin Kitty limit stage. Oh, and, oh that's oh, cool. Yeah, I remember. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, he's like, and so now he's like, and he, so my younger son's been to a couple ACLs and uh, they've been to fun 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 a little bit yeah. and uh so festivals are gonna be constant as far as generational goes because your son when he gets older he's gonna probably oh, i want to go to acl right my dad started taking me when i first went and saw radiohead and he's good th- and it's gonna well, the, the, the thing about having kids at a festival is that like when the kids are not having a good time no one is having, having a good time, time. <laughs> so you sort of have to you can't really get attached to like you're you're there just as logistical support for them you're chaperoning. because the second that it's like not fun like you, you gotta like know when to to call it well did they ever drag you to a show that you didn't want to want to go to and you're like not, come on I mean, not re- they tend to like i think they're s- just kind of getting into music so they're fairly open to suggestion but like they like some stuff that I'm, i don't love but like i've always maintained that like i gotta let them be kids and like they were they were sorry guys but they were like really into justin bieber when they were little <laughs> and like but like but like that's what kids are into like yeah. my first my first uh tape that i got when i had a walkman it was like mc hammer and new kids on the block nothing wrong with that and uh <laughs> yeah uh and new kids on the block and then this band called the party mm-hmm. which was from mickey mouse club which i think <laughs> like i think like ryan gosling might have been like and britney spears, <laughs> britney spears might have been like involved in, and i was like in second grade and i thought you know this this shit is awesome like look <laughs> how cool these kids are this tape is fire right and but like that's part of growing up is like and so i i didn't want to just like make my kids listen to yola tango records or something like you know they i mean i play a lot of stuff and and uh you know so like they're really familiar with like uh stuff that i listen to but yeah, i was the same way with my parents with jazz yeah know, yeah to a degree uh, jazz and my older sisters were you know the r&b temptations so you know that so that i had that all the time yeah you just you, you pretend you don't like it but it's like but it, it like, yeah, like it rubs yeah, off yeah, on yeah, you yeah, rubs right. off. oh yeah, yeah, yeah it does totally. it does that's why i still love phil collins real yeah. quick we I, I gotta we gotta pay some bills and give a shout out to our second advertiser uh is, it, is, barbecue. It, is it fire fest no, <laughs> no, 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 come on, come to Firefest 2018. <laughs> we given them enough, we gave them yeah. enough uh, promo. Yeah, I think, I think they'd be fine, they'd be fine. I bet and next year sells out. It will, oh, watch, it will, it watch. will. Anyway, big shout out to Slab Barbecue and Beer, uh, go to Real Dope Barbecue, check out their menu, they got sandwiches like the Notorious P.I.G., the Tony Mantana, the McDowell, I was just there last, last week, I went twice in one week actually. Two locations, one by uh, Sherlock's on Burning at 183, and the new one that just opened at Oak Hill at the Y. So go check it out. Have yourself some sandwich. And if you mention the feedback, you get 10% off your meal. So yeah. shout yes. out to Rav, shout out to Protégé, shout out to uh, Mark, everybody there. Again, Real Dope Barbecue. Check out their menu and go have yourself some barbecue and some beer. And now back to the show. Well, let's reel it back in and talk a little bit about <laughs> Fire Festival. 
right, come on. All right, so the purpose of music festivals, what would you say, what, are, what, ultimately there's a lot out there, and we were, a lot of people are doing festivals. What, what do, should people be getting out of it, you feel? I think it's, uh, it's really like, in 2017, it's really the best opportunity to be in front of a whole bunch of bands, right? In so 2017, in, or I think of all time. I mean, yeah, I guess ever, but like, but like, uh, I don't know. You can get in, you can hear a whole bunch of music live, like in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for for a lot of people, that's like, it's it's interesting because there's there's two schools of thought. Is like you want to see unknown artists. But there's so many known artists, they just stack all these lineups with, you know, you, you know, so it that, you know, like for me at ACL, for festivals, I used to find a lot more unknown stuff. But as I've become more fluent in music, mm-hmm. like I know most of the artists on all these. Even down li- to the small font. Yeah. Like I'm the guy who's like, oh, look at that guy. Yeah. He's playing it. You know, 11:30 a.m. <laughs> on, <laughs> on uh, Friday, you know, like, oh, I got to be, you know, uh, but uh uh, so it, you know, I do a lot of my discovery up like up front, like I hit before the festival, I'll mm-hmm. go through and I'll check things out. Yeah, the, the, uh, the hopper that you do during South by, oh yeah, I like them. And before you know, oh, three weeks later, the hopper's so full you can't listen to half right. the bands. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's and you know, for the artists, it's like a it's an economical way to do a tour because instead of hitting you know fifty four dates, they can hit like you know, five or 10 and make the same amount of money. Ah, And sell merchandise and the whole. Yeah. The right. Well, it's probably yeah. economical for both. So as yeah. a, as an attendee, you also see more bands. Like it may be a hundred, $150 to see Radiohead, but you pay two fifty well, for well, a for the fa- ACL ticket and you yeah. see a lot more bands as well. well. For the small font bands also, they can also book gigs around the, t- the festival so they can do the after show they can do a pre-show or if they can do a city that's close by they can run their they almost have there. a contract though where they can't do that uh, some fest some of some companies do i know the bigger ones do yeah. or they won't let you announce your date in this close by venue right. until they announce the lineup of the festival which mm. is going on oh. now <laughs> like with another festival we all know See, <laughs> like yeah. i have no specific knowledge of this but like acl's lineup is going out may 5th yeah jumble thurs- thursday thursday jambalaya is on the Sixth, yeah, the yeah. Day after Chance the Rapper's headlining Jambalaya. Oh yeah. yeah, right. You can like connect some some dots there. Yeah, yeah, but you get your hopes up and then it doesn't happen. And yeah. Nico, <laughs> case in point, <laughs> a couple of years ago, was it the uh, uh, there was the Outcast? No, the, that was Sound on Sound Fest. That just happened. No, but you were hoping for no. I w- you were hoping for uh, Sound on Sound Fest. Big it was Graham. Big Graham. Yes. Oh, because they, they were both. Because they were both. They both played. played. Yeah. They, they they both played. No, they didn't play the same night. They played different days. But they didn't play together. They didn't play together. I was I was very much hoping so. Now, Phantom Graham didn't play didn't play Big Graham songs, but the Big Boy did. Oh. So that was cool. At yeah. least we got that. No, I mean, t- to me, music festivals are more about being around people who enjoy the music because i mean now that you know most of the music that we consume is we're in our on our headphones we're in our cars by ourselves and or you're at work but when you're around a bunch of people and you feel the energy and you have people that sing along people that dance to it people that lose their yeah, mind it's a whole different yeah. thing it's a whole plus, different experience plus, plus the bands also get to experiment a little bit more um, exactly bon, bon iver did a set last saturday and they had um the singer from from Sylvanesso joined him and Neo joined him on stage and they did She's they each did a song a piece. Mm-hmm. Then one of them was just improvised. It was a Don Henley song. 
and they nailed it to the wall. It this is at Coachella. Amazing. No, it was, a, uh, yeah. it was a Bruce Hornsby song. Bruce, Bruce Hornsby, and, yeah, and Bruce, and Bruce, yeah, Bruce Hornsby, Hornsby came out. Yeah, or they did the end yeah, of Yeah, they Innocence, nailed it to yeah. the wall. It was yeah. Yeah. But the whole set from yeah. beginning to end was They're just a really like, impressive live yeah. band. I, I did um, monitors for them, or I, I brought in a monitor system for them at the yeah. Paramount years ago, like 2000. Oh, it was, I was supposed to do monitors at ACL, but I got swine flu. Remember swine flu? Oh, you got swine I flu? I got swine flu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa, whoa. You're the first person I know that. Yeah. Oh, I got it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, it was going around because they were trying to vaccinate everybody. And yeah. So I got swine flu and I got, uh, so I was just like homesick. And, and But then I got well enough in time to do the uh, Bon Iver's show at the Paramount that was like mm. their after show. Um, but uh, uh, I was struck by how nice all those guys were. Yeah. Uh, and we were, had a really gnarly technical issue. Uh, where it was like this crazy noise that was coming through every speaker in the building and we couldn't figure it out. And I'm crawling around trying to patch things up and like, and like Justin sitting there, like and he's got his guitar and we're like, like it's like in the middle of sound check and this noise starts blasting everywhere. And I'm like waiting for somebody to do something. And I look up and he's like looking down at me and I'm like on the floor by the monitor. This is like, <laughs> what's going on? How's your day going? He's like, seems like a little better than your day. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and he shouted us out during the show, like for running around trying to fix everything. And good professionalism. It turned out the audio power was grounded to the marquee outside of the <laughs> outside of the Paramount, <laughs> and so it only turned on at like five o'clock, which is right in the middle of sound check. And it was like this. It was like this weird mechanical like music box thing that ran the marquee because it was like from the 1900s. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it was like <laughs> and uh, and they didn't figure it out till like a year later what it was. <laughs> <laughs> How funny! <laughs> but uh, it, let's like well, I said, anyways, festivals let sorry. bands definitely improvise. I've seen so many people just do walk-ons. In fact, Coachella and Bonnaroo and a few other big ones are they're about having new, who are we going to get to walk on with them and mm -hmm. do a song or do a something impromptu or freestyle. That's or, what you go for because yeah, you, you listen to you the album, you don't get that. And right. You don't get that at a road show either. But that's also like that's a big like uh, social media thing. Like, yeah. oh, you won't believe what happened. What happened? You know, yeah. Yeah. Go viral. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 like you yeah. should come yeah. watch this band because you never know who will show up. Maybe right. it's Ja Rule. <laughs> 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 no, let's hope not. <laughs> no, he's, yeah. That's good. So you'd say, you know, the, the band experience, the the – the bang for your buck, both as an artist and as an yeah. attendee, are some yeah. of the and, and to me, it's the energy, really. Yeah, their it, energy it, is yeah. great. No, kind of be able to let go and be yep. a little more free. So, see, like at like at Sound on Sound, getting to see a band like Explosions in the Sky, there was it was like way out in the sticks, and the like the sound limit was really high, and like oh yeah, uh, and it was like kind of a hometown show for them, like they're <laughs> regional, you know, Denton, Denton, but like um, getting to see like a big crowd watch a headlining set from explosions in the sky at that sort of production level and that yeah. volume yeah. uh in at that weekend was like pretty phenomenal uh you know i like seeing big headliners because it lets the band get a little bit bigger than mm -hmm. than they normally are that said i love festivals and i love the the culture of festivals and like the camaraderie and uh and working them and and attending them, uh, but I, you know, ninety nine times out of a hundred, I'd rather see a band at the Mohawk or like, so like yeah, you know, more it's like a, kind it's of a whole different yeah. thing, and right? So, uh, but I, I, yeah. I feel like now there's been a push for yeah, you have a festival, you have music, what else? You know, right. when you look yeah. at Woodstock, all you had was yeah, can I buy a one a stage and everybody looking at that one stage? Now it's like okay, let's Multiple add some more stages. stuff to it. That's yeah. why Fun Fest, you know. Came with the uh, you know the the, the comedy tent the, and yeah no not just comedy but skate, like other things the skate ramp they had the wrestling they had the, wrestling, yeah. they had the podcast uh, I mean sat on Soundfest they had the jousting on yeah, bikes God, and shit that shit that shit was 
I was watching that and I was like, man, this is like, there's like, <laughs> there's just like untrained civilians get on this motorcycle, yeah, this tiny little mini bu- pocket bike, and uh, put on this bicycle helmet. <laughs> And, Fuck the, yeah. and get this lance. It was, it was awesome. And <laughs> and 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 now just like and charge and charge at each other with no barrier between you. No. Nope. And try and like knock. And I was like, I was like, you know, like chances are this is all going to be fine. But well, one like, guy's gonna oh, fuck it up. But for you know what? That, that makes that makes that festival so legendary. I it know. really does. When I, like, meet, when I meet people at that festival, that came all the way from England or yeah. something. It's like, oh, we heard about it. We had to come over. We had to see, you know, whoever the headline. Those was. antics. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I, yeah, I had a really magical weekend. I ended up dancing on stage with Starfucker in an astronaut suit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and we were, you know, I was camp. I camped the whole weekend and like uh, again, set on sound fest. Everyone here in Austin. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was. I had big thumbs up for that festival. Yeah. Those guys were great. Heads up. We're so looking. Heads up. Heads up. Um, Margin Walker. We're looking forward to a really, really great year. Yeah, we are. Year. Oh, yeah. we all are. Shout out to them. So we, you mentioned, you mentioned Woodstock. That's that's kind of commercially known as not the first festival, but the first one that was really big and really headlined that, that everyone's kind of marquee. Yeah. And that Hell was, yeah, yeah. That lineup was crazy. And right. um, anybody know the year? 69. 69. 69. Um, yeah. During South by Southwest, Lou Adler, who also did Monterey, did a panel during South by about um, festivals and how it's all evolved and what's going on now. And yeah, I, 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 yes, I got the autograph. Yeah. <laughs> that, if if they guy, had social media got, yeah. in during Woodstock, it would oh make God. Firefest look like yeah. a wild Nothing. success. Like the, like the parking, the mud, the sanitation, yeah. but it was just like, that's just like they had. Yeah. I mean, they, they planned the whole thing and remember they had these gates that people crashed. Because right. originally we're gonna charge t- so much a ticket. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Tickets and that right. whole and thing. Like sort of like everybody come in and just yeah. crash the gates. Yeah. And then they had the mud and the rain and uh, I think three people died. For yeah. like but, how many but, people? But there were more than that in births. Yeah. And so it evens yeah. out. Pregnant women. Let's go to the festival anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. One person died uh, run over by a tractor because he fell asleep in the fields. Yeah. Yeah. The other two I think were like drug related, but out of like what? Tens of thousands of people. Well, I've heard different numbers. I've thousands. heard, I've heard, a, I've heard a million. I've heard half a million. I've heard seven hundred fifty thousand. They don't know. They don't actually know. Yeah, it's they probably don't actually know. Didn't have a good knows. count then, but they said yeah. it was you over a hundred thousand. Yeah, the, clicker, over the hand, the hand clickers didn't Easy. go that yeah, high yeah. back then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and uh, if judging about judging upon the size of the crowd and the amount of acres that they took up too, if you if you want to do it, you know, mathematically, you can guesstimate about what it is, and you know, it could come up with anywhere around a half million to a million. Yeah, you know. easy, easy. So we mentioned you know Woodstock being kind of the cornerstone yeah. Somebody of, of by popular the way. festivals, oh, yeah. and then and then now oh. we're in a new wave of festivals, right? Yeah. It's there's exploding everywhere. Where would y'all say this kind of new wave when it started? Well, what was the festival that did I w- it? I would say Coachella. Yeah. yeah, I think that this that style of festival, which has sort of become the other style, yeah, like what is like, it like? Oh, what, what is that? Is that multi stage? So is it like, like other activities, like or? huge huge venue, multiple stages. Uh, I think when it started, it was just like a bunch of stages and vendors and food and stuff. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. um, it was very basic. But uh, you know, as the lineups have gotten more and more expansive, and like the amount that they charge for tics- tickets has gone up, and people are expecting more. But like, uh, you know, because I rem- I you know I went to Coachella back in two thousand and four, uh, and it was just like 
it was pretty straightforward. It was just the scale was bigger than anything I'd seen. Like, is uh, it one stage? It was no. It was no, like a lot of stages. A lot of stages. Okay. Same as it is now. So yes. Two two yeah. main two main stages and well, there's five tenths now instead of uh, three. Yeah, but it was yeah. It was like Radiohead and Kraftwerk and MF Doom with Cool Keith and oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty rad. It was Black Keys were in like the little tent stage. Yeah, one of uh, the first gigs. <laughs> it was one of the least pleasant experiences of my young life at the time. <laughs> it was just from the physical exhaustion of the whole thing. But yeah. uh, um, shout out to anybody that can do a festival. I I I, just, I I I go prepared in my backpack, and I always have to stop at least once a day. And I find somebody sitting there. You okay? And give them some water. You all right? We've been doing yeah. a lot of walking. It's, it's become the, I can spot it a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't physically prepare yourself, and that just not so much the walking part, but the you know with the temperature, yeah. Oh, I live in Texas; it's a hundred every day during the summer. This that is sort of to alco- alcohol to e- hydration e- ratio. Yeah, and, that yeah. that comes into play. So that's that's definitely an always a almost a must. Uh, and then when it's more EDM heavy, you see people overheating. Yeah. You see yeah. people like yeah. How many festivals at this point, Boris? You think you've uh, oh my lifetime? Yeah. Oh God. Come on, give us a rough count. Is it like two hundred? I mean, is it five hundred? No, is it I, 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 it's, I, w- I don't want to do the math. It's, it's ridiculous. Is it's, it over? Is it over two hundred? On, on a good year, I attend at least attend, which means I go. I don't have a two-way radio. I'm not <laughs> getting paid to be there. Just going there to have a good time with mm-hmm. either Miko or or, or um, Mike or Byron or even you. I'm just there. Mm-hmm. I do it twice a year. The rest of the year, I'm on Paul. I'm working. Gotcha. So, and that equates to about. 15 festivals a year, 13 of them I'm working. Ooh. The other two. It's impressive. Back. That's still a lot. Let's go hang out. Let's wake up right the time. <laughs> you know. But the only reason I enjoy my job so much is because I get those two a year where I'm just a civilian and I get to see just it from the fan. other side. And, I, it, and it makes me makes it, makes it easy for me to do what I do because I know what the person that's paid the 199 or 499 for the ticket has to go through for this right. artist that I have to make sure gets on stage on time and gets his gear loaded in and gets his gets his advance and all that stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you I know. was I I had a friend at work and I was you know during South by this year I ended up uh, getting to do uh, like to do I ended up doing a lot of sound you know I I worked for South by I'm a developer but our stuff was really dialed in and I was on call but I ended up getting to go do a bunch of sound and I was talking to my friend because it's you know it's getting the balance of like this is my this is my job Mm -hmm. and then this is like this other i do this on the side now i used to do it full time but um and i had a friend who said like it's actually super important to stay connected to the reason why we produce these Mm, festivals right and so for you Mm -hmm. attending and being just a member of the public being able to soak this in it keeps you connected to the like to why you should give a shit that these things like go off successfully and uh staying on like you know getting into back into event production is keeping me sharp because you know we write software that deals with these things and it and it uh it, i don't know it's really important to do that yeah to see it from both sides it's a good yeah. point mm-hmm. you know you, you you mentioned you asked you asked uh, boris how many shows he's been to or how many festivals one of the things i looked up all right always on the data how many festivals are there in the u.s and this so is this is i'm gonna say festival as in it, it it's at least two days or you know, it has a different, decent building. It's not like the Austin Pecan Festival where it has like a one four stage bands and they're all local. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, that's two days yeah. in multiple stages. Yeah. Damn it, it is. <laughs> Isn't it twice a year now? Yeah. I don't. The Pecan Festival. Yeah, it is, is it? twice, it's a, twice year. a year. It's twice yeah. a year. Yeah. yeah. Fall and spring. Yeah. yeah. Any any number of guesses of just what I was able to pull from the net? Oh. How many festivals are there in the Fest- U.S. specifically? Three hundred. Okay. What did you say, Mike? I have no idea. I bet it's a lot though. <laughs> Give me something. 
300. Okay. <laughs> I have the note, so it's, ah, it's not fair. It. It's not I, I don't fair. have it on the note. Oh, you don't? Nope. So what are you, what are you oh. looking at? Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I would say... I'll say a hundred, a hundred fifty. Good, Byron. One dollar. One dollar. We have one festival. One, <laughs> one, one festival, Bob. So this music festival. Yes. Uh, five hundred and seventy-three. Ooh. Very specific. Yeah. One hundred and ninety-two was the number I got. Oh, Again, that's it was in the notes. Oh, well. Oh. <laughs> I, I no, you, you still got it wrong. No, I know, but I, it was under the wrong thing. Anyway. Oh, I do have it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see that. Okay, so um, looked at some other things. Um, what do you think is the biggest festival out there, music festival, by number of attendees? I actually know this one. Oh, yeah, well, I then everyone, everyone else answer it, Mike. You answer it last. <laughs> Let's see if you actually know it. Boris, um, don't look at his notes. <laughs> <laughs> as far as uh, just straight-up outdoor festivals, it would be Glastonbury. Okay, Glastonbury. Um, and which South by Southwest somewhere in there? But I, I would I would say South by. I know the, I know the one for the U.S. Yeah. Okay, Byron. Uh, Byron. Uh, I would say South by. Mike. Uh, the Electric Daisy DC, Carnival. See Vegas. Oh, yeah. Las DC. Vegas yeah. is one hundred and forty thousand people a day for three days. Yeah. yeah. Wow, is that, is that the? That is that that's is, the EDM uh, festival, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. How can you take that much EDM in your ears? I don't know. Whatever works for people. Whatever makes uh, you happy, the, folks. The, I haven't I haven't been, but I've I have a lot of friends who I, work for. I like, uh, yeah, I front, work it every year. Yeah, you work yeah. it. I have <laughs> friends who work for Frontgate and do the the admission and ticketing, and, ticketing and, the, yeah. and the wristband scanning and everything, yeah. uh, and that's their biggest yeah. event of the whole year. Yeah. And the, Vegas. the production, yep. the production, like check out the pictures of the like, <laughs> just from you know as being production nerds, like it's. The scale of it is so intense. Like the each stage has like a really different personality, and like they have they you know for as homogenous as the EDM world can get, they've managed to tease apart some sort of like hmm. stylistic, like one's sort of more like trappy hip hoppy stuff, and one's more like you know like where Tiesto would play or something. And yeah. right, and uh, so each like area, I think they has like its own personality. And uh, but you know, it's like six p.m. to six a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's pretty serious. Like it is, and a, and on the same token, we were talking about taking care of yourself. It's it's it, during the summer, so every year so far this year, it's been over 110 during Ooh. a day. So by the time you get the, so by the time you get the site you when you when something. you're ready to head out to party at EDC, it's around eight o'clock in the evening, and it's still 95 out. Right. You know, it's it's 100 out almost till midnight. Right. Before it actually cools down. You know, so you're actually dealing with that the heat element out there too while you're out there. But it's will you take your kids there one day? <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're but first, the first year I did it, I was they're just, gonna have to I, take it, it. Blew me away. <laughs> it gave me a wake up call on how really big electron EDC EDM is. I took it for granted because it's like, oh yeah, everybody's dancing again. Yeah, yeah Moby's back. You know the whole. Right. You know how I went that way, but this wave came in so hard and stay and it stayed. It yeah. stayed for a while. No, those people spend money. Yeah, it's a like a money. real yeah. industry, like mm -hmm. EDM specifically. I mean, they've talked a lot about you know the sort of boom and bust of the edm festival world because it's there were there were i think there were more of them but like uh but it's one of those things where like as you scale your festival uh you start running into these weird bottlenecks like safety and security like yeah. uh in how do you like three hundred thousand people yeah yeah well yeah how do you how do you do that or like that that um there was that festival in germany where there was like a um it was like not even a huge emergency, but there was a crowd surge and it was something like nine or 10 people died. And um, uh, it was like, they had 
the cap- the capacity for the place where they had it was uh, way under what they ended up selling tickets for. Mm-hmm. And the actual festival producers, like the logistics people, like the operations people who mm-hmm. that was their gig, like actually are doing like jail time for wow. contributing Good people to died. That. Yeah. And I think, I think rightfully, I think, um, you know, like when you are putting that many people in a place, like you need to, uh, like, you know, would you send your kids to a festival that wasn't set up properly? You know, no, hell no, 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 uh, no fire festival. <laughs> not <laughs> what, a fire. What, what, what was the one? Was it Tomorrowland that I had yeah. the same kind of like weather? Yeah, there's issues? like there's there's some like in the U.S. It it doesn't tend to be crowd surge issues. It tends to be like drug overdoses, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, some like the Mad Decent Block Party, uh, or some of the there was a big uh, EDM one in in L.A. Uh, that there were some drug overdoses and like it's like San Bernardino County County won't let them have it anymore or they have like really aggressive policing just like grabbing pot smokers left and right and like just trying yeah, to crack yeah. down on stuff yeah. and so it's it one guy to fuck it up for everybody yeah <laughs> but you know it's like uh it's it's the culture it's it's you know it's a uh it's hard there's these young kids and they've got money to spend on this festival and they want to party and that's the way they know how to party and nobody's like taking them aside and be like hey you know that's probably not actually ecstasy you're buying and even if it is like you got to drink some water like yep. uh quick note to our episode last week I, we actually talked about drugs and, and going to places and i named them different drugs and their different popularity at different festivals uh, i won't go into too much today but you mentioned mad decent how the things happen there and uh, opioids is the number one at mad decent Just interesting little tidbits uh, i want to give a quick other shout out to so um electronic Daisy Festival is the biggest. Daisy Carnival. Daisy Carnival. Yeah. yeah. The Jesus. biggest like per day. But overall, like unique attendees, and this is where the, the double weekend ones are going to win. Uh, ACL, actually, the most. Really? Yeah. Based on uh, 2016 stats. ACL was the biggest. Do you guys have so Shout out to the local. Because it's like yeah, 75,000 <laughs> like times three times two weekends. Right. Like, right, right. Yeah. And they do a consistent sellout every all, all three, all, all, all six days. And, yeah. and the caliber of the artist they book is, is pretty up there. Yeah. All right. Next next little quiz thing for my, for, my, for my music nerds here. So who makes the most money out there? Who has generates the biggest revenue? The city? Whatever city. No, no, no. Which festival? Which festival? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, which y'all? Um... I want to say South by is up there too. Okay, I South by EDC Vegas. Which one? EDC, EDC Vegas. The festival or like the economic impact? Ooh, Ooh. that's yeah, a good yeah, question. Yeah, the yeah. festival. Are the festival making I, money? I, oh, oh, yeah. Actually, I take the back. No, you're right. Economic impact. Yeah. Economic oh, impact. Okay. That's what I have. Because uh, it depends on how they track that. There's a lot of different ways to measure that. Yeah. But true. But uh, economic impact. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I would I would guess South by because that's been a big uh, yeah. South by is a what yeah. two point something billion. Yeah, you know I think, uh, s- I think uh, it, I I'll think let y'all guess again because South by is not in this running because I think they're more than just a music festival. Yeah, that's the yeah. right. So I say okay. I'd say EDC Vegas and possibly Coachella, but EDC that's, Vegas. Nope, actually, no, I'll just give it. It's to not Lollapalooza. Yeah. It's EDC because I think it's just so many people. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You think about all the all the all the hotel rooms in Vegas and they're all gone. It's like you know, there's a lot. Well, no, it's you know, working for South by it's an interesting thing that comes up. You know, sort of when they onboard you and they're sort of talking about how things work and. You know, one of the things is like there are physical constraints to how many people you can get into the city, like like the throughput of the airport. Right. You can only get people into the city this quickly. Uh, There's 
only this many hotel rooms. Now we're like actually sitting at like a pretty healthy number of hotel, like oh, a there's lot still of more coming rooms. up anyway. Yeah. Right, uh, it's taking a lot of building to do right. it. Right, but yeah. the yeah. bottleneck changes. Right, yeah. so you build a you built a bigger airport. Now you can get more people in the city. Now we're out of hotel rooms. Build more hotels, and now you can, now so now like you, the bottleneck yeah. is changing. And now it's like club capacity. You know, it's like it. The bottleneck keeps changing as the city. Need grows. bigger venues yeah. and every, yeah. Yeah, I see, what, I, see, I see what you're saying. So where do you see... Are you done with the, the quizzes? Uh, you have one more, one more quiz for we'll us? Do, yeah, we'll do, we'll do... We'll do... Actually, yes, I'll do one more at least. Go ahead. Two more, actually, two more real quick. One, who has the most expensive tickets of like the main... Fire festival. festival! I know. <laughs> so just... I don't, even, I don't even throw it at you, but uh, Coachella has the most expensive ticket of the major festivals. And uh-huh. There's a couple out there that get a little bit more expensive, like Bottleneck Boys. Yeah, or, or I mean, like, even... Even a- ACL, their like VIP packages are not cheap. Yeah. They're like right. in the ballpark. Yeah, um, um, they don't put it on the on the uh, checkout. You got to like email. For I more said, um, I tell people Afropunk is such a good festival because it's it's under a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> dude, their lineup. And you're getting I know, two days, ta- and you're, you're getting telling me bands. about this <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> their like under a hundred dollars. Their yep. lineups are so good. Man, I went to a great festival last year in St. Louis, uh, hmm. not St. Louis, Kansas City. Uh, called Middle of the Map Fest, mm-hmm. and it's actually I think it's happening this week or next week, uh, but it felt like how people described South by at the beginning. And Kansas uh, uh, Kansas City is a co- is cool because there's like a lot of old big buildings, so the venues are all really large. Mm-hmm. There's parking everywhere. Uh, like it was thirty five dollars to for like a n- one night pass, and I think it was like eighty bucks for the whole weekend, the whole run. Uh, pretty good headliners. Like uh, I saw Vince Staples and Gallant and um, uh, a couple other artists, but uh, it was like a really comfortable festival. It was like you maybe can bounce t- club to club. You like bounce club to club. Wow. It was like maybe ten venues. Uh, no line at any of the venues. No line at any of the bars. Uh, or like, but it felt healthy. It what well, didn't feel dead. It was like there was. It was just they had, had all this had extra an, capacity energy, from energy. when the city was booming. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they have all these big rooms and these big. The venues just end up where they end up. Uh, and it was just like, wow, this is like, it didn't feel like oppressive. It was just like, you know, like when you go to a, a, like a, a festival and it's just like, you know, South by can get really intense, like sixth mm-hmm. street or something. But oh, yeah. it's just like, uh, it's, it was just like really well run, well organized. The information was easy to get at the artists they curated were really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, I actually considered like going back as a civilian, you know, I was there for a conference and just stumbled into this dope festival, but uh, I don't know. I might play. Shout out for one more time. What was it? Uh, it's called Middle of the Map Fest. Nice. In Kansas out. City, which is not in Kansas. It's in Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One real quick. So number of deaths at a concert. This is 2014 statistic. I'll just let y'all name. There's the, one av- the average or? Uh, so two people died at this one festival in 2014. Anyone just quick, quick. quick 2014? Thoughts. 2014. It's the one that's been winning. Oh, it's EDC so Vegas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> EDC, two people died. Yeah. Uh, Ultra, um, actually, last year. Coachella and... The Warp Tour also actually happened. last year was the warp first tour. Warp, yeah, warp fans Warp Tour. It's actually a tour. tour. No. Last year was the first year that nobody died at EDC. Wow, a girl, a girl got sick. Good job, up. good job, EDC. Well, a girl got sick and she died. She died a few days after the festival was over. But it, <laughs> but it doesn't count. But no, well, she it was a neurological thing. She ah. she had she yeah. too much bass. But um, no, she <laughs> had some kind of a neurological disorder. She collapsed and uh, she died a few days later. She but couldn't take that drop. And I was talking with the EMTs about it. I go, I do a thing called an IMF Con once a year. It's a conference on music festivals. Cool. And I was talking about they were talking about how the death rate has dropped because they've made 
water more accessible, mm -hmm. free water, not just go up and buy a bottle, but free water more accessible, the mist tents, all that, but getting everybody hydrated because they're going to do, they're going to do Molly whether they want to or not. And the main reason people die from Molly is because they overheat. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that's the deaths have, I it's, think it's still too many, even one's too many, but at least it's coming down. But and like, they're, yeah, they're realizing if why. You're, if you're running yeah. a festival, you yeah. have to have free water. That's yeah. like, I feel like it's like almost morally indefensible yeah. not to. <laughs> know, <laughs> know, knowing yeah. knowing that. Some, yeah. like, it's part of the hierarchy, right? Yeah. Yeah. But there was a time where they didn't have free water. Right. Yeah, I went, the year I yeah, went yeah, to Coachella, Coachella. Yeah, they, they ran out of water. 108 yeah, degrees, they ran out of water. All right, real quick. What festival do you look forward to this year? Oh, well, I've done Coachella. I had a great time. I'm looking forward to Afropunk, and the rest of it's all work, so whatever gets thrown my way, you know. All right. Afropunk, um, what about you? Um, I'm not going to probably end up going, but the FYF lineup in L.A. is unbelievable. Yeah, they fun. have been stepping it up every year. Their lineup is getting better and better. Uh, when is my it? Friend, it's, I actually don't remember. Okay. Sure. Uh, uh, they're like, and I've had What does FYF stand for? Uh, I think don't remember i think it was like i think there the i think the word fuck is somewhere in there <laughs> fuck you festival maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right why not why not why not i want to fuck oh, yeah fest that's what it is fuck yeah oh fest. it could be yeah. fuck you no yeah, it's, it's a, in mid-july yeah yeah so last last the third week of july all that's right. why you, but they don't say fyf festival because the f is like the fest. it's like it's like PDF file. Yeah, yeah ATM. <laughs> but the lineup soft. It's over the chat. Missy Elliott, Bjork, Frank Ocean, oh, Nine Inch wow. Nails, Tribe Called Quest. Oh, yeah, that's Ergo not much. I'd love to see Missy that. live, man. Yeah, Running yeah. Jewels. Lollapalooza is, is mine that I was trying to go to this year. I just wanted to check the box off of a festival. I'm trying to go to a festival outside of Texas. Yeah. I want to, we're going to wrap things up. I want to give, uh, talk about another festival that took place this week. Uh, Porter Palooza. Big shout out to Byron. What? Lineup. Lineup was stacked. Yes. Was. Who, who so performed? Stacked. Oh man. Well, on the Porterhouse. Uh, did Porter? Did Porterhouse perform? No, nah, Porterhouse. Well, yeah, private performance. But on the <laughs> <laughs> only the elites and the VIPs. Yeah, yeah. On the stub stage, uh, we had. <laughs> Go ahead. A uh, <laughs> little dragon perform. That's so cool. They came for your birthday. Yeah, it, it is. was so dope. They came down Wednesday. They're the home. man. You uh, are the man. So hopefully y'all got like the. Were y'all able to go? I didn't the, get the invite this year. No, I didn't get it. Oh. They the sold out fast. Passes, yeah. Yeah. The, passes the slap down. bracelet. Yeah. Wrist <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> Gold yeah, Link was there. Better. <laughs> yeah, I was still reeling from their sets at Coachella. But I, I, I don't gonna, go. I knew they were going to bring it to Austin. I want FEMA tents next time. I think mine was better than Ja Rule's. <laughs> so yes. at least yours went <laughs> off. <laughs> people, people had fun and people heard yeah. music and they were treated right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Porter Pusa every about year you on, on the internet. <laughs> <you know. laughs> all, right, all right, we're gonna wrap things up. Thank you so uh, much for your insight yeah. for your stories, Mike. Always a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Boris, I'm sure we'll have you guys on later on as we get uh, all, as these festivals come through and uh, we're gonna talk more about that. Byron, happy birthday. Appreciate Happy it, sir. Happy All birthday, the best, Byron. Miko. Thank you so much. Uh, big shout out to our uh, to our sponsors, Slab Barbecue and Herd Entertainment. Make sure you go to their website, Empire ATX and Real Dope Barbecue. Yet yeah, .com. That's their website. Uh, make sure you follow the feedback on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, go to the feedback.com slash donate if you want to help us with some money so we can pay for all this equipment we have here. And leave a review on iTunes. It, it really helps. It really helps with the ranking and all that good stuff. And that's about it. Yep. Any last thoughts?
Happy festival uh, season, everybody. Everybody enjoy. Get out there. Be stay safe. Hydrated, hydrate. Drink safe, a lot of water. Get out there. Check out a band that you've never seen before and enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. Ciao, ciao.